you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. It's just going to be me and you or Eli and Zach going to pop in. Yeah, they'll talk every once in a while. Oh. But... Oh. <laughs> he was already uh, <laughs> right away. It's kind of what well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so. Yeah. Sorry. Look at <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see. Ladies and gentlemen, and the uh, what's 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 the quote? Oh, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching at home, welcome to Open Book. This is not this is not a complete show because uh, Eli isn't here. Of course, we have Andrew backstage. Jen is uh, by my side, so there's a little bit of normalcy, at least. So uh, we got to get Tremont to redo the intro. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, it's still pretty relevant. <laughs> it, yeah, it really is because, like, I mean, we don't really know anything. I mean, I'm like, I'm like 99.99% sure Aaron Rodgers is coming back, but I mean, still, you never know. Uh, Jen, how are you doing? I'm tired. Uh, you know, it's the last week before spring break, so work is exhausting, but pulling through just a couple more days and then fun next week. So, looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you like this, Jacob. Uh, JJ, I'm glad you're here. Very, very convenient timing for someone across the pond to to come on this show for for no particular reason at all. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. But yeah, uh, uh, Jen, I'm glad to hear that you're uh, exhausted. Oh, just that's like super nice of you. Like, Thank you. <laughs> well, if you're exhausted, that means you're staying busy, and staying busy is always good. So, and yeah, you're right. Next week is going to be very fun because you're coming to Los Angeles and we are going to arrive at the, the Universal Hotel, whatever the hell it is, for <laughs> Eli's wedding. Our boy Eli is mm-hmm. getting is getting married. He's tying the knot. I told him last week, I was like, Zach and I will be in the crowd ready to announce the Rogers, uh, you know, because I'm sure it'll happen while he's getting married. So be in the crowd waiting to announce that, you know ruin the day or you know make the day we'll see which one <laughs> but it's funny because I, I told him the exact same thing i'm like knowing knowing our luck that mm-hmm. fucking news is gonna break while we are at the wedding and that's that's just how it's got to be that's yep. how it's gonna be so yeah that is we got we got that out of the way early there is not going to be a show next week uh we are going to be at eli's wedding so <laughs> open book eli's wedding hey you never know maybe we'll uh maybe we'll go live from the wedding <laughs> just because no guarantees that it's anything exciting well you guys will probably just be drunk Drunk. and having a good time yeah no that sounds about right which that you won't remember yeah that can make for good uh good television or whatever this is good live streaming but to the important stuff not that eli's wedding isn't important but to the (laughs) other important stuff concerning the uh the football team that we are all here covering the Packers are finally going to the UK. They're finally going across the pond. And I know this has been already beaten into the ground with a stick so many times already. Everyone's already talked about this. We all know. We all know the Packers are going to the UK. It's going to be great. Um, but I mean, still, this is like this is like a monumental kind of just just thing. They were the last team that hadn't made that trip to play in London. And I know everyone's complaining about the loss of a ninth home game that the Packers never even really had. Okay, there was it was it was non-existent. Uh, put aside your 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 selfishness for for just just one week. That's all you gotta do. 
put aside your selfishness for selfishness for one week. Think of all the people, all the Packer fans that we interact with on a daily basis from the UK, from Ireland. I'm talking about one one kid in specific. We all know who he is. <laughs> I actually tried to get him on here, but you know, it's like 3 a.m. there. So it'd he's be, like, you know, I don't think I'll be able difficult. to stay awake, but yeah, maybe maybe difficult. closer to that game, we'll figure something out. Yeah, Dara would be a, a he would be an awesome, awesome guest to have on the show. He uh, did tell me he'll rewatch it in the morning though. So He's a he's a little fucking. Liar. He's <laughs> well, we'll see now because we're talking about him, so he'll let us yeah, know. Yeah, no, you're right. This is the test. But yeah, people people like that, people who have been waiting so long just to see this, just to see the Packers play somewhere nearby. They don't need to spend an well, arm and leg to fly in the US. That literally they'll fly out just for like training camp because they can't afford a game. They can only afford to fly out, make the trip to Green Bay for training camp and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I, I had no problem hearing that they were going to the UK. I think it's fun and, you know, it's it's exciting. It's different, you know. Yeah, so we have to wake up a little bit early for some football. It really doesn't affect us as fans. I mean, like you said, it's a ninth home game that they never had before. And there's a lot, there's Packers fans worldwide, and this just gives them more opportunity. And they'll basically make it a home game in London at this point, so I'm not worried about that. And, you know, there's certain players who have expressed interest in playing uh, a game overseas who you know i anticipate they will return to be able to do so so that's just my little two cents there and then you have guys like adrian amos who are is completely (laughs) dreading playing over there but lazard you know he puts something out there so it makes you think that he'll be back or you know have his dreams crushed because he won't but (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what to make of that. Like, I quote, I, I quoted that tweet where he was like, "Oh, we're going to the UK. We're going to London, whatever, whatever the hell mm-hmm. he said." And I was like, kind of in my head, I was like, "Huh? Maybe they've already had, you know, discussions. Maybe they've already told them they're going to bring him back. They're just negotiating the details." I mean, we have learned knows? to look way too into every single thing. Literally, every we're single like conditioned tweet. Yeah. to like Adrian Amos. You know, he's upset, but it's like, is he upset because he wanted to go and he's not coming back? Like. You can overanalyze every single thing that any Packer tweets out. Yeah, especially the uh, the eye emojis. I told, I think it was, uh, I don't remember if it was last week on Open Book or if it was Packaday. I was like, if there's a way that I could mute eye emojis on Twitter, I would at this point. You can, can't you? I mean, it's just like I don't muting think the word. Can you mute an emoji? Probably not, but. Or no, I think emoji. it was here last week because somebody tried to tell me in the chat and I think it was complete BS, but. Oh. Well, uh, this was something I missed on Twitter yesterday. I mean, I had no, I had no idea. I just saw everyone flaming some guy for the tier thing. Uh, can you explain that to me really fast? Do you have any idea what the, what what that was? Is this the the thing that you know if you're not born or conceived in Wisconsin, then you're like not a top tier? Am I am I quoting that right? Because I haven't been super active either. But I think it's something along those lines. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, Aaron Alice just completely obliter- uh, obliterated his ass. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Enough of the obl- uh, obliterating asses. Jeez. We need to get. To- <laughs> what? What's the issue? <laughs> Nothing, you know, just careful phrasing there, I'm sure. Everything I say is done with, with a certain intention. Okay. Okay, Aaron. <laughs> Okay, so we need to we need to get into some of like you know the guys that are coming back, the guys that are not coming back. I mean, I think we can. We, it's safe 
it's safe to assume right now that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the Packers this season. Potentially even beyond depending on whatever contract they work out. Because they're going to work out a short-term extension. He's going to be the highest paid, uh, paid player in the league. And apparently the Packers are doing that purely. It's, it's just like a formality. Just in case he decides not to retire. Just in case he decides to come back. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they would go through. They would navigate that whole thing with with, with David Dunn, Aaron Rodgers' agent, and uh, you know the Packers' brass. I don't think they would be going to that length and trying to map out the foundations of a new contract if they weren't relatively positive, if they weren't super confident that he was going to come, that he wasn't going to come back. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because every conversation you have about Aaron Rodgers also leads to a conversation about Jordan Love. And it's just been a mess all across the board. You know, I feel bad because Jordan Love didn't ask to be in this position but he is. And, you know, obviously I've expressed, you know, I want Aaron Rodgers to come back. I think that he's the best chance at, you know, winning something, but obviously you have both sides with the Jordan love stuff. And I don't know, I know you've kind of put stuff out there. I've been pretty quiet through it all, but you know, I, I do agree. I think that, you know, Rodgers comes back, you know, there's the things like with uh, Tom Clements and, um, you know, the Packers, I feel like if they didn't want him back at this point, they would have given up trying and obviously Matt LaFleur I think it was today expressed you know patience with Rogers timeline and respecting that so yeah there's just a lot of hoops to go through but with one conversation about quarterback you have another and I think that's kind of what's more exhausting to me is just you know the arguments about Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers and I'm just ready for a decision to be made because it's exhausting just to read it let alone have to come here and talk about it every week it's just, it, it, yeah, no, you're you're right. It's it's a polarizing, it's a polarizing subject because you know, I mean, you're right. You talk about Aaron Rodgers, you got to talk about Jordan Love and how the Packers apparently whiffed on that pick, which we really, I mean, you can That's say what you want. It's a hindsight conversation, though. You know, purely, purely. You don't know. We, we have what? 62 pass attempts to go off of to gauge where Jordan Love is right now. He was pretty much a red shirt his entire freshman, uh, his entire rookie season. And last year he came in, played here and there. I mean, he made his first start at Arrowhead Stadium of all fucking places against that defense that was blitzing him every single goddamn mm-hmm. play, nonstop. He didn't adjust for it, but at the same time, that's something that the coaching staff has to, has to decipher and how to help him through that. And he made some nice throws in that in the second half against the Lions in the season finale, but you know, he had also had the two interceptions. There's what this past year was was a foundation to build off of. It was, it was, uh, you know, I've said this so many times before, but it's like a stepping stone. I said this at the start of the season. I'm pretty sure like last summer, I said, whatever we see from Jordan Love in the preseason, whatever we see from him in the regular season, you know, under any circumstances he has to play, it's a stepping stone. It's a building block. It's something that they can evaluate and kind of, you know, move from and help him mm-hmm. get better. That's really all it is. They don't need him to be Aaron Rodgers' successor right now. They don't need him to be the next, you know, the future of the goddamn franchise. They just need him to learn. They need him to get better. And that's that's going to be a process, as it would be with any young quarterback. He's what? He, he's 22, 23 years old? Pretty sure he's, he's, not, he's younger than your quarterback, Joe Burrow. So. <laughs> yes, my my quarterback. Thank you for, for respecting my, my Bengals fandom. I appreciate it. But yeah, he, he's young. And he is in a he's in a great situation for him. But as far as like, you know, like just pressure-wise, like it's a shitty spot to be in. Mm-hmm. If you're Jordan Love and you have half of the fan base torn between 
you know, backing you. You have half of the fan base talking about how much of a shitty pick that was and how it was just, you know, the Packers could have taken T. Higgins or traded up for Justin Jefferson or something like that. I can't imagine how he feels. I mean, that's that's a garbage spot to be in. But at the same time, I mean, this is, like I said, this is a process. And we cannot gauge where he is at right now. Yep. That's, so. that's, that's pretty much the end of it. Now, I agree with you that Aaron Rodgers getting back here, that's... That's 100% the right move. You get Aaron, you get the back-to-back MVP back and you have him lead your football team. Whether he might choke in the playoffs again. Honestly, everybody talking about like, oh, yeah, he's coming back just to fucking choke in the playoffs again. I hope they get to that point. I hope they are in the playoffs and in a position to potentially choke it away. I hope, I really hope they are because some of these motherfuckers have been so goddamn spoiled their whole lives watching this football team consistent playoff performers and you know a super bowl two super bowls in in a lot of their lifetimes and they don't realize being on the other being on the other end of that stick the shitty end of the stick where you're flirting with mediocrity every single year Mm -hmm. you get a bottom five draft pick every single year and nothing comes of it you don't want to be in that position you don't want to endure the Every single year, just the dismal just defeat. You're so used to losing when it's like, oh, if you can get to 500, then that's a win. That's a victory. You don't you don't want that. If you have a guy that's going to consistently get you into the playoffs and put you in a position to get to that next level, I know they haven't their last three trips. I get it. But if you're in a position to do that every single year, then that's all you can ask for. And I mean, come on, the whole the regular season with, with, with Aaron Rodgers, all the crazy shit the Packers do on offense and how well they, they they gel, all the great moments. You're telling me that you don't enjoy that? Like, you're sitting there and telling me, that, not you, but... I was going to say, wait, am I supposed to like actually answer No, that? no, no, you're good. You're good. But like, you know, you're telling me you don't enjoy that? The ride, the journey? I mean, that's all they talk about. That's all the players talk about. It's the journey, you know? So I'm really glad that you're saying this because basically this is what Eli and I, for like the last... Like, way too long. Like, we extended last week's show a little bit too much, arguing with the chat about this. So that might be some of those tweets that you saw today from some of our viewers. But we were kind of on that same page. You're on the same page with us. So it's kind of, you know, just kind of echoing back the things Elon and I were saying last week about just, you know, I like to win. And I think the people who are ready to move on, like, you're not as ready to be a losing team as you think you are. So that's just kind of... The bottom line for me is I like to win. And when you have a back-to-back MVP quarterback, you know, your chances are much higher. So I'm glad that we're all kind of at least on the same page. But yeah, last week got a little bit heated. You missed that with the chat. We were all a little bit in disagreement. So we'll see what they say to you. But, you know, we all have our opinions. And I'm ignoring everything Riley is saying because Riley is just a troll. He's a hairless troll. True North Packers fan is correct. The chat did not agree with Eli and I and you obviously know how Eli gets with Aaron Rodgers so it was very passionate (laughs) and very you know but yeah it was I mean it was kind of fun because you have that conversation you know you see different perspective and from different viewpoints I can understand wanting to move on but there's some that are just it's kind of like more petty and that one doesn't you know sit as well with me like there's logical reasons as to moving on but (laughs) he was you know it was getting really heated we kind of had to cut it off and uh we didn't have our producer with us it was just us two trying to control a narrative that was getting it was spiraling a lot what What the hell happened while i was gone like damn see you should have just rewatched the show yeah like 
it was it was really aggressive and it was passionate and yeah we got at it with the chat and I mean obviously people watching who can't see the chat probably had no idea what was going on but it was yeah I mean people disagreeing with Eli about Aaron Rodgers it got really feisty I don't even know where to go from that. I mean, I, I'll i say, I want Aaron Rodgers back. I want him here, and I think their best chance at winning is getting back. You see how this kid is so fucking mean to me. <laughs> I, Unbelievable. That's why I pick on you in the chat, Riley. That's why I, I am relentless. Like, you just kind of, you know, sometimes I just skip over the things that he says. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You were upset that Zach was not here to do the Arctic. Well, I'm here today. I'll make up for it. I promise. Yeah, thanks a lot, Zach. Everyone was just mad at us for no reason, taking it out on, you know, whatever. But I want Aaron Rodgers. They want. I want Aaron Rodgers there. They're a better team when he's there, and they're a playoff team when he's there. But that being said, if a team called me, like say if it was the Broncos or something, and they offered me some kind of crazy offer for Aaron Rodgers, I would have take I, I would take it. I, I swear, if it was some kind of crazy haul, like I'm talking multiple firsts, a second, maybe Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. I would take that. I would 100% pounce on that, and I would ship Aaron Rodgers to Denver. That is what I would do. Well, was, I think the- it, was it Pat McAfee today said something along the lines of there's like almost every team is willing, like to give Aaron Rodgers what he wants? Am I like whatever he wants? Anything no. there? Yeah, no, you're, that right. you're right. Basically, if a team wants him, they'll give him what he wants to get him. But it would have to be a trade. Oh, yeah. You want to elaborate on this? Okay. So I had that tweet about my brother-in-law's dog who tore his ACL. So at the end of the show, you know, we had just got out of this really heated debate. And I was like, hey, you guys, go check out my page. um, Donate. You know, Floyd, he tore his ACL. He's a big dog. He's like a Mastiff Shepherd mix. Just like basically a horse. And it's expensive. So I was just like saying, Hey, spread the word, you know, share, donate, whatever. And then everyone got like sad. So I don't know. It was a mess of a show last week. <laughs> He's good. He has surgery tomorrow morning though. So that's good. Well, okay. <laughs> you missed a lot last week. See what I, happens when you leave. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, I'm like yelling at people like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. By the way, please go donate. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I was here for that. But, you uh, were I was, like 30,000 feet in the air. We'll forgive 33, you about that. 33,000 feet. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right, so before we uh, get into the next kind of phase of the show, I guess I guess I have to do, I have to do an ad read. I would suppose, right? I mean, sure. I don't... You never asked for my permission before, so I don't know why you're asking for it now. Well, Jen, because you're the, you're the only one here right now, so I'm making sure that we're both on the same page. I'm making sure the communication is clear and streamlined and that you're okay with me doing an ad read at this point in the show. Is that okay? Yes, that is okay with me. Yeah. Chris, I can't do ad, I can't do it in a London accent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> you bloody fucking wanker. This show is brought... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this show ladies and gentlemen is brought to you by our tech ventures the goal at our tech ventures is to collaborate closely with founders 
throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Jen, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that help make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. Sorry, I wasn't Eli. I didn't, you know, echo it to you. I don't know what's happening in the chat right now, but <laughs> I, I don't know who threw that up. If that's because, yes, yeah, <laughs> there's stuff happening here. I mean, oh, to be fair, it's been like weeks since they've had an Artec reading, so they're getting yeah, a little so they're, excited. They're, they're pent up. I get it. I completely understand. Maybe that wasn't the right word to, to use for that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, poor Eli! Just when he's not here, yeah, yeah, he's just getting he's just getting obliterated. <laughs> he might. There's a chance that Eli will be here before the end of the show. Whenever, whenever the end of the show is, there's a chance that he's going to pop in here and then probably stay for the rest of it. He's a very he's a very very busy man right now because you know, like we said, he's getting married. So as most yeah, married men, excuses, excuses. Uh, as most married men, uh, married men, he has his balls in his wife's purse already. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Eli. Just kidding. I see Andrew face palming. <laughs> well, we know, you know, Mariah's probably not watching if Eli's not here. So absolutely. You might plus, get cast with that one. Plus, if she wants to like punch me for it, she'll be able to do it on Wednesday. So yep. And she's the bride, so she can do what she wants. Exactly. I can't protest. It's 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 her day. Okay, so in the past week, the Packers have done uh they've pulled off a couple maneuvers to clear up cap space. They cleared up over over about just north of $23 million in cap space. And Lord knows they needed to because they were about $50 million over the cap. Mm-hmm. Like they were approaching Saints territory. And you don't want to approach Saints territory because then you're just a laughing stock. Uh, but they've, I mean, the Saints have made it work. This is pretty much what the Packers are doing. They're pushing everything down the road, kicking the can uh, just down the road. Adding all of these void, adding all these void, uh, these void years to the deals. And yes, Riley, I'm sure it was just north of 23 million. No, not 25, not 22. It was 23 million. Oh just, gosh. just a tad over that, you son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, they restructured, they restructured Kenny Clark, they restructured Aaron Jones, and they restructured David Bakhtiari. So, according to Brian Gutekunst, I mean, that was like those were the easy ones to get out of the way, and there's more coming either in the form of restructures, in the form of extensions. We have no idea right now. Everything is still kind of fluid. Everything's kind of up in the air as we speak. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more to touch on that. I mean, the numbers are the numbers. So we'll kind of just prepare for more moves. And I know that um, obviously there's other players who we're kind of waiting for moves on. And to be able to do that, you have to move money around. And, you know, I... I'm not a money person. I'm no Russ Ball, but I just, I trust what they're doing is going to help. And, you know, they're going to do whatever they need to do to be able to get the team they want back next year. So I don't know what, don't what look at the chat. At? I'm looking at the chat. Don't look at the chat. Why? Because <laughs> Chris is, Chris is a funny guy. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was expecting something more inappropriate, but no, it looks no, pretty no. clean in there. But no, so, you know, obviously you have to be said. able to make moves for guys. You know, if you, want to bring back guys like I mean well Devontae Adams we can kind of touch on the franchise tag thing um you know that's not something that they usually use but are you kind of leaning towards them probably using 
that franchise tag. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, you're not gonna. I mean, it's been like what, like over. They're so they're so mean today. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the last time they used the tag on somebody was Ryan Pickett in 2010, and there's no way in hell they're gonna let Devontae Adams hit free agency. Right. He's not gonna he's not gonna touch the open market. And I mean, I, I think you view Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams as I was as gonna a, say if you bring a, back a if you deal. bring back one, you bring back the other. If you lose one, there's a better chance of losing the other. They're kind of a package deal at this point, and the best way to be able to do that is to be able to tag Devontae. And hopefully that's something that he like. Do they have an, a say on that? I don't totally know how the franchise tag works, but can a player deny a franchise tag? I don't think so. Or it's like that's why know. that's why a lot of guys are kind of upset when they get franchise tagged. Okay, because it's just it's just that one year deal that's like you know it's prolonging it's prolonging right the, the so opportunity for them to strike an extension. You it know, just kind of, of has you just have to make sure that those conversations are done in the right way, where it's like Devonte is not upset the way he's coming back, but. <laughs> you kind of just hope that the guys in the office are going to approach that conversation in a way that's like, Hey, I mean, this is a team that can get Devante what he wants in the long run, which is a ring hopefully. So, you know, you just hope those conversations aren't sour when you're franchise taking a guy. Well, as far as I'm concerned, neither, neither side wants to use the franchise tag. The Packers don't want to use it on Devante Adams. Doesn't, doesn't want that. And like the chat mentioned here, yeah, he can hold out. And that's something that could go deep in the training camp and prevent him yeah. from sitting out of the season. We've seen that with multiple players through the years. So if okay, so let's say there's no franchise tag, what do you think that they do then for him? Like let's say Rodgers comes back, they don't tag Adams. Like, you know, that's a lot of money then that well, you have they, to... Well, they have until March 9th. March 9th is going to be or is it March 8th? It's March 8th or 9th that I is the deadline. The 8th is the deadline. Right. So if they don't do it by then, then he's going to enter free agency. And you don't want to do that because you're going to have all kinds of teams throwing big money at him. Be like, hey, don't don't go to the Packers. We can lure, we can lure you over here. We yeah. You like that? Yeah. And then, you know, that's, that's the last thing you want. You don't want him being lured away from you. So you slap him with the franchise tag, then he's not going anywhere. He can hold out, but he's still part of your team. He's still with your club. So, yeah, last, last resort. For the Packers, that is not what they want to do, but it's more than likely what's going to happen with the prospect that they're going to get an extension done at some point. Yeah. So, it's you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers does retire or if by some crazy chance that they that you know they trade him, you can still keep Devontae Adams. You can still keep you know. You don't have to keep both of them. You can still keep the one guy because he's going to be on the franchise tag. It's just a matter of whether or not he's going to play and not hold out. That's like that's the tricky part. And yes, here we go. Yeah, Mar- okay. I knew it was March. It, it was either March eighth or ninth. Okay, I know I'm not a total idiot. Yeah, and the deadline, like you said, to work out that extension is going to be July fifteenth. So, thank you. I knew there was some there was some date in July. I knew it was like right before the start of training camp, but. Yeah, that is that is the news with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, and apparently the the word through the <laughs> the word through the grapevine right now uh from t- tony pauline at pro football network pro football network <laughs> way to know your source <laughs> yeah thank you uh the packers are going to try and work out an extension with preston smith's uh representatives while they're at the combine so i was excited that, to hear that yeah that's i don't know how anybody else feels but i 
love Preston Smith. And I think that, you know, obviously we're not anticipating Z being back, which is a huge loss. But the way that Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary have worked together this year, I love it. And you just kind of hope that Preston Smith can stay at that level because I know he had that little bit of a bump the year before. But I don't know if you can work something out with him. He's somebody who he wants to be here and he, you know, he comes in and plays like he wants to be here. So he's somebody who if you can bring him back, I'm all for it. I don't know how anybody else feels, but he's one of those guys where if he's back, I'm very happy about it. I honestly, I feel like regardless if they bring Preston back or if if this is all just smoke and they bring only Zadarius back and Preston's out of here, I think either way you need to you need to fortify that pass rush. You need to go probably aim high for another edge rusher in in, in this class. Wait, I'm I don't not know, saying I don't to know. stop at Preston, but huh? I'm not saying like sign Preston and then don't worry about the position. I know. I'm just I'm just adding <laughs> on. Jeez, God. <laughs> Why don't you belittle me like that? I need to make sure that you know. <laughs> belittle you? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, you want Preston back, but we got to do this too. Like, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, continue God. with what you're saying. I don't even know if I want to at this point. Jeez. Um. Uh, I mean, shit. <laughs> what was I even? What was I talking about? That they need to fortify the edge and the pass rush and. Right. Yeah, you need to aim high for another edge guy. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I'm scared. I'm scared to talk now. I don't want you to beat my ass. Yeah, me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of fighting with the chat this week, I'm gonna fight with you. And for no reason. For no reason. Like, I didn't even do anything. I'm literally just fucking here existing. Yeah, at least we're here this time. Okay, so if you were, if you had to pick between, you know what? <laughs> if you had to pick between either one of Zadarius or Preston to keep in that room, because either way, you cut one of them, you're going to save some money. If you, uh, if you extend one of them, you're going to save some money. That, that, that move in itself opens up a certain amount of cap. So I'm sure you're, I'm sure you already knew that. I don't mean to belittle you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Be aware of my knowledge next time. Um, are you done ans- like asking the question? You want me to answer now? Yes. Okay, because I've answered this question before. I can't remember where it was, but you know, as much as I love Zadarius and everything he brings to this team, the like his play, his leadership, all that stuff, I there's just something about Preston Smith that I love more. You know, obviously there's qualities that Zadarius has that maybe Preston Smith doesn't quite have with like the leadership stuff. But Zadarius, you know, with his health and his injuries and stuff like that, you can't always rely on him. And Preston Smith, you know, he took the pay cut to be here and he met his incentives and he played really well. And I mean, he, he was a force this year. So he's somebody who has proven to me deserves to be on this team. And I'm not saying Zadarius doesn't, but Preston Smith has kind of, in my eyes at least, outshined Zadarius this last year. And obviously, you know, Zadarius being hurt, it's not as much, you know, it's not as fair. But I don't know, there's just something that was really special to me about Preston Smith this year. And I feel like I've talked about him a lot throughout the season and just like loving what he's doing and highlighting him a lot. So it's a tough pick because together they're, you know, the Smith bros, obviously they bring a lot and they're a great tandem, but 
there's just something about Preston Smith that has shown me I want him on this team. I want him to stay. And I think I've accepted Zadarius moving on, but to lose Preston as well, or instead of, I don't know, that one would just kind of, it would hit me a little bit differently. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think the better, the better player between the two is, is Zadarius. I think like if you, if on, on an even playing field, mm-hmm. I would take Zadarius Smith over Preston Smith, not even think twice about it. But the thing is, I mean, as you mentioned, Preston Smith, he, he, he does not, he does not miss time as Zadarius Smith. He's, I mean, even before last season, he was dealing Thanks, Jacob, for your, your contribution. He's actually just sleeping while you're talking, but yeah, I know. Um, but, but even before last season, there were a lot of times where he would drop out of games. He would exit for a little while, or you'd see him kind of just laying there on the ground, getting helped by the medical staff. So he's had this like injury kind of mm-hmm. issue the whole time he's been with the Packers. He hasn't missed a ton of time until last season. But Preston Smith, he didn't miss a single game in his career. Until last year, which conveniently enough against the Washington football team, the same team that drafted him, of course. So he missed that opportunity at a little bit of a, of revenge. I don't know what he'd be, be getting revenge for, but whatever. Um, so for me, it just goes to like the sense of durability. And I mean, it was he was not bad last year. Preston Smith was was very good. It wasn't like it wasn't like 2020 or uh, yeah, 2020 where he was good for like half of the year and then the and other then half kind of dropped. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, nothing, nothing like that. Which was why he came back on the deal he did. Right, which is why he took that pay cut. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. I would take Preston Smith fully. I love Zadarius Smith. I thought he could have been one of the best free agent signings the Packers have made in a long time. But just given, given the way their their just money is right now, they need to open up room. I don't see like a scenario where they're able to keep both of them, and that'd be. It'd be God. It'd be perfect if they could, because you got yeah. Rashawn Gary ascending into like an All Pro level. And then you got the, the, the Smith brothers still. You play one of them on a rotation on a rotational basis. So it would be the perfect room of edge rushers, but it's just it's just tough to make it happen. Yeah. Wow, we actually agreed. Look at that. Yeah, well don't put don't put too much stock in that. So well I'm, it's nice when we agree. I'm sorry. It's nice when we agree. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry gosh you know you know what hey you you came at me first sorry i'm i'm defending myself and now i have my defense i was just saying me. something nice about how it's nice when we agree and i agree with what you're saying and then you make fun of me in a voice that i don't think i sound like i hope i don't sound like are you done wow so rude <laughs> yeah hey you know what you you came at me first and now i just gotta so defensive. Yeah. Gosh. Oh my God. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> just because Eli's not here, like I become the punching bag. So right. unfair. That's right. I think we covered uh, just about everything, right? Were those all the points? I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we could talk about Michael Clark, which. Yeah, because. What? Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't even a cheap shot. What the hell? Yeah, don't come at me. They like me more, so they're going to defend me. Yeah, they like you more. They do. (laughs) I don't know about that. You should have seen the things they were saying when you were gone last week. Oh, I know. They were talking about mad. They were talking mad shit about me. I I, trust me. I know. I see. I thought you didn't watch. Even though I wasn't watching, I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. You just know. Riley keeps. This is like the. 
he even in the chat earlier he kept bringing up uh javid best this like fake player it doesn't he does not exist javid best does not exist that oh, was supposed player. to be a person yeah that was actually that was actually a person he doesn't exist he's not actually real so it sounds and, like something you know i'm not gonna ask yeah well no there's no point so i think we covered just about everything andrew is there anything you would like to add just nod your head no okay <laughs> next <laughs> all right everybody thank you this is gonna be this is a relatively shorter show than normal because i mean come on there isn't really a lot to talk about it's just two people running the show here with another with another guy behind the scenes and i mean it just is what it is we're kind of getting back into the swing of things once free agency starts then we'll be able to kind of get back into our normal flow of things and that's gonna be that Plus, Jen told me before the show, she's like, oh, f- fuck everybody watching the show. I'm tired. I want to I want to shut away. up. I said, yeah, I'm <laughs> tired, but that doesn't mean I'm like, hey, screw these guys. Let's cut the show short. You're just trying to set me up. Unbelievable. That's right. Uh, you know, so- at least I'm here almost every week. So am I. See, the, I last actually- couple, the last couple weeks has been difficult. OK. Mm hmm. I know, whatever. Priorities, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, everybody, thank you for watching. And again, there will be no show next week because we are going to be at Eli's wedding. And I'm sure you'll see pictures of that all over Twitter. Pictures of drunk-ass Eli and myself, <laughs> more than likely. And maybe Jen. Maybe we'll get her to, we'll get her a drink. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, you can, follow, you can follow Jen on Twitter at Big Mac underscore four. And you can follow me on Twitter at... It's like, that's actually a lie! It's wrong! It's we lie. were... So- <laughs> I changed it. I changed it to it's Zachary J. No more it's Zachariah J. I had to make a brand change, but it does it doesn't matter. And you can follow brand Eli. Change. You can follow Identity Eli. Crisis. Yeah, at book of underscore book of Eli underscore. Figure out. what? Learn how to read. Figure it out. I mean, you've only been saying it for like how long? I have you been not, doing the show. I have not been saying this actually for for that long. I'm not the one that does that normally. You should know his handle though. Are we done? So anyways, everybody, thank you for watching. We appreciate all of you. It was another phenomenal show. And again, we, we, we love that you guys tune in and we appreciate you all. So have a good night and we will see you two weeks from tonight. <laughs> what you think, Fred? All right. Fred. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Janice. It's definitely me and you are Eli and Zach on top in. Yeah, they'll talk every once in a while. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was already here. right away. It kind of well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so yeah. Sorry. Look at <laughs> let's just put it this way: Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see.